Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Owner to Owner Podcast. My name is Felicia Harris, and I will be your host this morning. Now, you already know, owning a company is complex. There are a zillion moving parts. And when you bring employees into the picture, things get even more complex. Whether you have one employee or 10,000 employees, it can be a challenge to keep it all running smoothly. And that's where we come in. We are HR. We provide you with the latest HR trends. Whether you do business in your home state or across the United States, you'll be able to call in and speak with HR professionals about the issues that keep you up at night. But more importantly, you'll hear best practices from other business owners that have been in your shoes. And today is no exception. Today we have with us a professional that's going to talk to us about some organizations that we're able to actually connect with there in order to get some assistance with our business. There are times, whether you are a small business or a large business, that sometimes we need others that are like-minded business owners in order to sit down and take a view at our, our business from a whole different perspective. And today, a professional, Sue Voyles, is going to talk to us about such an organization. And so I'm going to start out asking her to um, give us a little bit more information about herself, as well as provide us with information about our own business, and then provide us about this organization in which she is a part of, as part of the leadership here within the metropolitan Detroit area. And so this particular podcast is being recorded, and so I'm going to ask you to get a pencil and a piece of paper and be prepared to take down Sue's contact information so that if you have any questions or concerns that you can reach out to her. But, of course, if you are not in a position because we know that some of you listen to the podcast on the go, then shoot us an email at support at everythinghrfs.net or Reach out to us on any of our social media channels or go ahead and shoot me a call directly at 586-461-1400 and we will make certain that your question gets over to Sue. Now, without further ado, I would like to introduce you to Sue Voyle. Sue, welcome this morning. Uh, thank you, Felicia. I am thankful to be here and I appreciate being a guest today. And uh, like you, I am a business owner, a woman business owner. I am the founder and president of Logos Communications in Metro Detroit. And we are a public relations and marketing agency that tells the compelling stories of our clients to their target audiences through writing, public relations, social media, and marketing. And we represent a wide range of companies across Michigan and across the country in both B2B and B2C sectors, everything from hospitality to financial services to multifamily housing. We have a great team here of veteran communications professionals who are doing everything from writing blogs and pitching the media to managing 
Facebook pages and LinkedIn pages. So we have a lot of fun doing that. And it has been a great experience uh, owning and managing a business over the last uh, 20 years. I always like to tell people I went into business before Facebook was ever created. So it was a great time for that. I'm also uh, very excited to tell the listeners today about the newest venture I'm involved in called Truth at Work. I am bringing this model for business owners and professionals into Metro Detroit. And Truth at Work is in a place for uh, Christian CEOs, presidents, business owners, and even small businesses to come together in a safe, confidential roundtable environment and study relevant current content to equip them to live and lead at a higher level. So I'm very excited about that. And uh, I would love to share my contact information with your listeners. They are free to reach out to me at 734-635-3831. Awesome. Awesome. And so give us some background information, Sue, on Truth at Work. Give us uh, their existence, what exactly transpires uh, there in the meeting content. Because as you know, as being a business owner, we need to be able to take a step back from our business, regardless of your size. Even if you're in management. When I was in management, they are on a working at a large brokerage firm. You have to always be able to take a step back in order for you to view situations very differently. And so having the opportunity to gather with other like-minded professionals was always a benefit and to me to be able to go back and put in whatever strategic plan I needed to put in and move forward. So talk to us about how Truth at Work can really assist us with that. Well, thank you for asking about that. So um, for many of your listeners today, Truth at Work um, may sound like a new organization, but they're actually not new. We are new in Metro Detroit, but Truth at Work was started in 1998 by two businessmen who were Christians. And, you know, they they did the things that many Christian people do, attend church, go to Bible studies, maybe are are part of prayer groups. But they looked around and they said, we don't see a good uh, organization to help Christian people in business, especially Christian business owners who can get peer support from each other. It's all very uh, well and good to be in a Bible study group, for example, and We encourage that at Truth at Work, of course, but how many people in the Bible study group are actually taxed with the job of meeting payroll every week or have to sign the front of a check for a large payment or have to negotiate contracts with vendors? So uh, that is what led them to develop the Truth at Work model. So it's, it's not a Bible study. It's not a prayer group. It is a business organization that uh, has 40 chapter leaders like myself across the country. We are running approximately 70 monthly roundtables of Christian business leaders. And uh, they are uh, have an annual retention rate of 87%. So 
87% of people who are participating in a Truth at Work roundtable are finding value and staying with the organization. Many of them have been members for several years. And there are some great testimonials that you can see on the Truth at Work website, which is truthatwork.org.org. Awesome. Awesome. And so I just want to kind of uh, touch on and stress on now those that really, really know me and know me, you know, personally know that my faith is everything to me. In fact, my company was founded on faith, family and integrity. And there's nothing more important to me than my faith. But I don't carry my faith on there. I'm a huge believer in living my faith and allowing that to speak for me. And so I want to be certain that the listeners recognize that even though, you know, this is something for Christians to be able to come with other Christians and discuss their businesses and go through different modules concerning how to grow your business and handle different uh, situations there, it is not a Bible study. That is correct. We and we do use, of course, we reference the Bible, right, when we're talking to each other, even when we're studying some of the curriculum. You know, one of the pieces of curriculum is leadership lessons from sermon, the Sermon on the Mount, which is a well-known, you know, past, uh, number of passages in the Bible where Jesus is speaking to a large group of people. So, but it's not a Bible study. You're right. We study things like conflict resolution. We study things like how to hire a key employee. Uh, we, we hire uh, things like burnout and stress in the workplace and balancing your life. So it is not a Bible study, but we certainly are referencing um, principles from the Bible and how do they apply into our, our business and our leadership. Awesome. Awesome. And so what, can you take us through how a a traditional, I guess, meeting would kind of go with you, you know, how often do they meet and, you know, what can they expect if they, they you know, attend a meeting? Yes, I can. So everyone who is part of a roundtable actually goes through a qualification process where we make sure everybody in the room has the same um faith values. There is a statement of faith that everyone signs, just so we all have the same worldview. There's also a confidentiality agreement that everyone signs so that we understand uh, that we're on the same page with each other and that what we're sharing is confidential so that we can speak openly to each other and speak truth to each other, right? In a typical roundtable meeting, it is once a month, can be a group anywhere from 8 to 15 people. There are four key components to that. The first component is the curriculum discussion and application. So ahead of the monthly roundtable meeting, everyone will get a link or access through the portal that Truth at Work provides to the members. They will access a piece of curriculum. Very often it's a a couple of pages of reading and there's likely a video on a topic. And so you will... Members will look at that ahead of time, and then they will come to the meeting prepared to discuss that curriculum. And again, it can be anything around leadership, professional 
grow, uh, development of your business. And so the members discuss that chosen curriculum and its application that will help them strengthen uh, all aspects of their lives, their personal, their, their business, and their spiritual lives, and help them to improve their organizations. The second part of the meeting is really where I have uh, seen and have been told some of the most powerful things happen, and that is where members will bring forth challenges or opportunities uh, that they're facing uh, in their lives and organizations and bring that forth to the group to receive uh, godly wise counsel on these issues. It's like having your own personal Christian board of business advisors. So it could be any number of things. It could be, you know, dealing with an employee issue or, or any number of things. It could be dealing with an issue in, in the family, like maybe I'm, I'm working too much and it's causing a problem with my significant other. So this is where a lot of powerful uh, wisdom is spoken to each other and just helps for people to see things from a different perspective. The third component of the meeting, uh, when we use this four-hour format of a roundtable for business owners, there is a three-hour format for solo entrepreneurs. But in the, the uh, other component is what we call a featured member presentation. So once a year, one member each month will share what we call a State of the Union presentation with the group. And in this segment, the featured member gives an in-depth look into their life, including topics such as what's happening at home, what is God's word saying to you, what's happening in your industry, what are some of the big issues facing uh, your company or your organization? And the featured member will uh, also share a key issue that they would like counsel on from their peers. So, for example, on one of the roundtables I attended, a woman business owner who had a successful business, she was asking for help from the group on what do I need to do to get my business ready to sell? She was think, planning ahead. She was looking at maybe selling her business in the next couple of years. So she wanted some input from that group. And there was some great uh, wisdom, counsel that was offered. Someone who had gone through a business sale was there, could offer some perspective. Others offered other, other great counsel. And so this business owner got a lot of great perspective and information. And then the fourth component, something that I really love about Truth at Work, Felicia, is the goal setting. They are very serious about goal setting at Truth at Work. And every month, members are asked to write down and share their top personal, professional, and spiritual goal. And at the next meeting, they will report back to the group about what was their progress in those areas, and because they're very serious about accountability and truth at work, they often will assess a penalty if you don't, if, if I don't reach a goal. For example, I might say to you, Felicia, Felicia, during this coming month, I'm going to exercise at least three times a week, 30 minutes each time. If I don't do that, if I come back in a month and I report that I did not make that goal, my penalty is 
$40. Or my penalty is, uh, Felicia, I'm going to um, take, uh, I'm going to go volunteer at a local nonprofit, helping kids, tutoring kids how to read or something. And in the case of the monetary penalty, if I choose to do that, the roundtable groups will collect this money, put it into a, an escrow type of account, and when it reaches a certain amount, they will agree to donate it to a charity. So we have had Truth at Work groups donate monies to, for example, a family whose house was wiped out by a tornado to help them rebuild. So they will um, collectively agree if they're going to do monetary penalties for not reaching goals, what, what they're going to do with the money. So it's very powerful. If I have a penalty or a, something that I have to do if I don't need a goal, I get a lot more serious about making that goal, right? Right. That is true. So now, do as, as a group, do they come up what the penalty is, or you're doing it as an individual determining what your penalty is? Because obviously, a monetary penalty, especially if it's nominal, for some will be no big deal. For others, it may be a big deal. And so is that more of a one-on-one, -on -one, an individual thing where someone will come up with what their individual penalty is going to be, or is that something that the group predetermines what their penalty is going to be? So the individual determines their penalty, and penalties can range from $10 to $100. It's up to the individual to decide what they want that penalty to be. When I experienced one of the roundtables in person, what I was seeing for most penalties, you know, was ranging between 40 and $100. So I think it's up to the individual. And if I'm an individual that's serious about my goal, I probably want my penalty to be significant enough to cause a little bit of pain to help me to help motivate me to meet my goal. But we leave it up to the individual. Okay. Okay. And so now you stated that you meet once a month. Is there a certain time of the day that you meet or a month that you meet? So we meet monthly. It is the same day and the same time. So, you know, for example, it might be for one group, you know, the third Wednesday of the month from 8 to noon, for example, 8 a.m. to noon. It is always during business hours that we meet. This is a business organization. We are, a bus we are business people. So we meet during the, the, during the course of business. Most of the roundtables running are running during the week, uh, you know, on a Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday in the morning. I think most of us stay away from Mondays because we know a lot of us are walking into the office on Monday and there's things popping up that need our attention right away. So Mondays tend not to be good days to meet, but any other day of the week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, or rather Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, uh, meeting for uh, four hour time blocks and, and the members know, you know, I know it's on the same day, every month, the same time, the same place. And so talk to me about the relationship building that possibly take place among the members during uh, your session. So, yes, there is some really powerful member uh, relationship building that happens. As the chapter president, I am really a facilitator. So I'm not up in front of the group teaching anything, but rather I'm facilitating that 
that healthy dialogue, speaking truth into each other's lives, adding value and wisdom where I can, helping people to, to be authentic and transparent with each other by modeling that myself. But also as chapter president, one of my tasks is to help grow relationships between the members of the group. So during a quarter, I might team up two to three members together and say, okay, Felicia, Sue, and Joan, in the next quarter, would you guys please commit to connecting two or three times, either by phone or, or have coffee together or, or have lunch, just to be with each other, get to know each other better, help each other with whatever concerns might be popping up at that time. And so by the end of a, you know, the, that first year, the goal is to have everyone be teamed up with another person in the group to get to know them better, to build that relationship, because to really find value in the group, we have to all trust each other. And that's one of the trust-building ways we do it. Awesome. Awesome. And so now at the end, you mentioned that you meet for a year. Now, at the end of that year, is the group disbanded or, or and you start a whole nother different group or others join the group at the end of that year? What happens at the end of that year? So we, when people do sign up, we do ask them to commit to a year. But absolutely, I mean, once the roundtable is started and is going, it can keep going on. Uh, for however long the members, you know, are feeling motivated and, and are coming and want to be engaged there. There is new content being developed all the time by Truth at Work. They have over 150 content sessions, so there's always new content coming. But, the, I mean, there are people, members around the country of Truth at Work Roundtables who have been members for five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten years who have been, you know, part of a group and have found value in it for that long. So uh, that's, you know, that 87% retention rate of people who are just continually finding value. In terms of new people joining the group, new people, you know, until a group is full, new people always welcome into the group. There is a process to bring new people in to help them get acclimated and welcomed into a group. Many chapter presidents will allow someone to come, a qualified person, to come and visit one time to experience it for themselves. So um, that's another way that people get can get to know Truth at Work a little bit better is by going through a qualification process and then potentially visiting an existing group to see it in action. So, yes, there are many groups that have been going on for for many years of of the same individuals and then new individuals potentially come on uh, as they uh, hear about truth at work and want to experience it for themselves. So a, a, a potential individual could actually maybe join a group in the middle of the year. Is that possible? Or is it only a one time of the year that a business owner could join? That's right. They can join at any time. Um, the way the curriculum is set up, someone can enter in at any time. And so it's not a uh, curriculum that's sequenced so that you have to have been there the prior session to be able to, to go to the next session. So people can come in at any, at any time during the year. Uh, so we, there, and it, 
part of our orientation process with members helps them get comfortable and plugged in at whatever point they're coming in. So sort of a rolling admission, I think I would call it. The people are always welcome to come in and join the group that has openings. In, um, again, 15, is, 15 people is about the top end. Once it gets beyond 15 people, it gets harder to, to really have a, you know, a manageable experience for everybody. Okay. And so now for those individuals that may be listening and, and joining us or know of someone that may be in need of this outside of Metropolitan in Detroit, you had stated that they're across the nation. How would they go about getting that information to find out where a Truth at Work meeting may be taking place in their area? So uh, Truth at Work website, again, truthatwork.org. If they go there, they can actually click, click on one of the tabs to actually see the geography of where groups are at. They can read the bios of the chapter presidents there who are leading those groups in particular areas. So, for example, I'm listed under in Michigan under Detroit. And there are two other people in the west side of Michigan who are running groups as well. So they can go on to the website and easily see where groups are and who is leading them. They can look at information about those individuals and contact them through Truth at Work website. Awesome. Awesome. And so now tell us how you got started with Truth at Work. What was your drive for, for getting involved with Truth at Work? What, what made it click for you? Um, well, interestingly enough, not unlike you, Felicia, when I started my business, I also had a faith component. I was striving to balance my work, my personal, my spiritual life. I had two very young children, was working in a traditional job, just felt a lot of stress around trying to balance, you know, raising my family, uh, raising my children, you know, and, and being a good parent and being a good employee and being a good member of my church and being involved there. So I went out on my own in 1999 and started my company. But I did not know about Truth at Work until this past August when I was contacted by them. Uh, they had um, found me on LinkedIn, the power of social media, and we know social media is powerful. And they reached out to me and said, we believe you would be a good chapter president. And would you like to learn more? And so I, I wasn't familiar with them, but I was open to finding out more. I went through a qualification process. I checked out who they were. I signed the statement of faith that all the members signed. And then there was a period of, you know, the, the due diligence of, me learning about them, them learning about me. There's actually a, um, a five-step certification process. And after a, a period of time of really uh, investigating, talking to other chapter presidents, praying about it, I felt that this was a great calling for me. It mixes two of my passions, business and faith. And so it seemed like a perfect recipe for me. I liked what they offered. I liked that it was directed towards business people. And so I went to be uh, trained as a chapter president in early December and became certified as a chapter president and 
came back from Indianapolis, from the headquarters in Indianapolis, came back ready to um, start building roundtables in Metro Detroit. But along the way, you know, I did a, I did what we all do in business. We always do a lot of asking of questions, investigating, making sure that what we get involved with is is solid, is reputable, has a good model, good process, and I found all of that in Truth at Work. Awesome, awesome. And so, in your opinion, it would be something that would be well worth an individual's time to meet with you, call you, be able to discuss their interests, and you be able to give them a little bit more information they're on the group and your meeting dates and time frames. Have your meetings in Detroit started already or you're they're still gathering? You're still gathering the individuals that's going to be in the meeting. Yes, I'm still uh we have not started our meetings. I'm still in the process of bringing the right people together, talking to a lot of people. I um, have had some information sessions for larger groups of people. I'm actually going to be running a mini version of a roundtable at the end of this month and inviting a selected group of people who have a high interest level to come and experience a roundtable, a shortened version of a roundtable, so that they can get the feeling for what Truth at Work is about. So I have not officially started a roundtable group, but I'm now just meeting with a lot of people, getting the message out, uh, very happy to share this with the people who are listening today. And even if you're not in Metro Detroit, but you think this is something for you, I encourage you to, to reach out to me or go to the website and learn more. And I'm happy to talk to anyone about it and just give them more information. Awesome. That's a very good point. And for those of you that may be in uh, Metro De- Detroit, but Something, you know, may prevent you from getting involved right now at this moment, but you know of other business owners because we are always together, we know each other, we talk to each other, and there may be someone else that you know this may be the perfect thing for them to get involved in. Also, for their information to sue so that she can meet with them and and allow them to get more information about Truth at Work, too, as well. That will be very beneficial to them. I am quite sure of it. And so, Sue, again, can you share with uh, the listeners your contact information again? Yes. So my phone number is 734-635-3831. You can also contact me by email, S. V like victory, O-Y-L-E-S, at truthatwork.org. That is my email with the organization. Again, you can also reach me through the website. But happy to talk to anyone. If you feel a little nudging when you're listening to this, thinking maybe this is for me, or I've wondered about how I bring my faith forward into the business world, Truth at Work might be the right the right place for you, and I'd be happy to talk to anyone about that. Awesome. Awesome. And so, Sue, so do you have, are you on social media? I'm sure you are because you own a communications business. And so how can they follow you on social media if they wanted to do that? So uh, probably the best place to find me will be LinkedIn. Sue, just search for Sue Voiles, 
you will find me there on LinkedIn. I'm active. I'm posting there about communications things as well as truth at work. But I'm happy to accept connection requests from people who want to be connected with me, maybe want to learn about truth at work. So just find me on LinkedIn, Sue Boyles, and uh, I, I'm happy to connect with people and actually have connected with a lot of people on LinkedIn about truth at work. There's also a truth at work. Um, LinkedIn page as well that people can be following and checking out content there. I'd like to share with your listeners that on September 11th, Truth at Work will be presenting their annual summit. It's a half-day presentation. It's presented live in Indianapolis, but it's also streamed by the chapter presidents around the country. I will be streaming it here in Metro Detroit. It's a uh, packed conference full of great business information. They've had some powerhouse speakers in the past, including the founder of Chick-fil-A. They've had, uh, this past year, they had um, an executive from Coca-Cola Distributing that talked to us. Uh, They've had just some great speakers that talked to us about faith and business this year. They have um, Liz Bohannon who is a woman business owner who was one of the top-rated speakers at the Global Leadership Summit this past year. Some of your listeners may be also tied into that organization, Global Leadership Summit. So September 11th, uh, mark your calendar. Reach out to me if you would like to, like to find out more about that conference. It's, it's a great time of learning. Awesome. Awesome. Again, thank you so much, Sue, for um, taking the time out of your day to join us this morning and providing us with valuable information about Truth at Work, something that will be very helpful for all of our businesses, especially those that, you know, are Christians and desire to lead a Christian business according to those principles that are valuable to us. A lot of us, you know, our faith is everything. And so having that opportunity to find a group such as Truth at Work and not so much something to mirror our Bible studies or anything like that, but basically to talk about our business itself, those metrics and all those other important things that are important to our business with other like-minded individuals is an awesome thing. And once-a-month commitment very much. It's not uh, a once a month commitment. That's not very much time at all. And so for something to be such a valuable topic and such an environment where we can be open. And even though, as she stated, that we are like-minded individuals and we're all Christians, you're still signing that NDA. That is still something important. And and I've run into a whole lot of over my lifetime of, of individuals that put the Christian portion first and forget about the business side of it, but you still have to be mindful. One, we're all at different levels when it comes to our faith, and but number two, you still always go ahead and do the things that we know that's supposed to be done from a contractual standpoint on there and, and anything else that's in proper order. And so having an NDA is very important. And if you're involved in any type of business group, be it Truth at Work or any of the other groups that are out there, and you're in some type of advisory group and you're sharing valuable information about your business, hopefully those groups you've signed an NDA to as well. 
um, because that only protects you, and there should never be anyone that frowns upon signing an NDA because it really is just a matter of protection for everyone that's involved, not just for one person. And it's not saying that we don't trust each other, but it's just saying we are going to do the things that we're supposed to do when it comes to protecting our business. It's it's all about protecting the foundation and integrity of our business. And so it has nothing to do with not someone not being trustworthy at all. And so I truly recommend that you reach out to Sue. Definitely follow her on social media. Also, don't forget to follow us on social media on our social media sites for the company as well as myself because we do put out valuable information. There, I believe this week is Consumers Protection Week, and so we put out valuable information about that on our social media channels there all this week, and so be sure to take a look at that as well as any other HR or financial information that we have. We put that out there on our channels, too, as well. Share this podcast with your friends and others on your favorite podcast uh, channels. And definitely join us on next week when I'm certain that we'll have another guest providing very valuable information for you, too, as well. Again, if you have any questions whatsoever, Reach out to Sue, reach out to us, and we look forward to you joining us again on next week. And if you have any podcast that you think that you would like to hear, shoot us a line and let us know some of those things that are important to you, and we'll be happy to look into it. And if you are a business and you want us to promote your business, I'm very big about promoting other small business owners, go to our website and complete the podcast guest page. And I am sure someone from my staff will reach out to you, and we will definitely schedule something for you. Again, I appreciate your time out of your day uh, listening to our podcast, and we look forward to you joining us again on next week. And thank you again, Sue. Thank you, Felicia.